Welcome to Prajna Sparks special series, 59 Days of Healing, where we explore one maxim from the Tibetan Lojong text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind, each day to integrate the practice into our lives. Today is day 44. We are working with point seven, tips. Maxim 44 reads, train in three rigorous practices. This maxim is the first of what I call the quartet of threes, four maxims that relate to three sets of things. This one is a pivotal maxim. The three rigorous practices relate to three ways of engaging what in Sanskrit are called kleshas, emotions, mental states, whatever it may be that's happening within us that disturbs the natural tranquility of mind. In the Mahamudra tradition of the Kagyu lineage of Tibetan Buddhism, mind has an infinite array of excellent qualities, including this luminous natural tranquility, which is anything but boring. Lots of folks think, oh, I don't want to give up my emotions. It's going to be terribly boring. I don't want anything like that. The natural tranquility of mind is shot through with wisdom, compassion, love, kindness, fearlessness, all these wonderful, lucid, clear, luminous qualities. It's anything but boring. It's the richness of all that we are with none of the taint that comes from all that we aren't. These three rigorous practices are ways of engaging the kleshas, ways of loosening their grip. What are these three rigorous practices? There's lots of different ways that they're described. I've been describing this as healing, transforming, and transcending. Three ways that we can engage with any given klesha storm, as Ani Pima Chudrin likes to describe the manifest kind of emotional uprisings happening in us, be it anger or jealousy, pride, whatever it might be. There are different ways that we might interact with different kleshas, or as we saw in an earlier maxim, we might be working with whatever we've identified as our most robust klesha, as our first line of practice. These degrees of healing, transforming, and transcending are helpful ways to progress in more refined understanding of ourselves and our emotional states. Healing can also sometimes be described as restraint, refraining, a very coarse kind of dealing with kleshas. This is similar to a dependency on substances or a trigger that is very hard for us to avoid. For a time, it's helpful for us to refrain or to avoid things that put us in conditions and circumstances that might give rise to those triggers. Healing is that part of working with kleshas that does whatever we need, be it all out refraining from conditions that give rise to anger or jealousy or whatever it might be, down to more subtle ways of identifying what's happening and finding ways to pause and give ourselves space 
around our responses. The more we do that with any given situation, the more we start to transform. We're able to do what is sometimes called remedying. So these are practices where there are counteracting factors that help us to neutralize the excess energy that we find difficult. For example, if anger is something that is very powerful for us, we've managed to get past the healing phase so we can work with the anger. It doesn't completely take us over. The transforming phase may suggest remedies such as practicing loving kindness or doing any number of different visualizations, chanting, any number of different practices that neutralize the excess negativity that we experience from aggressive energy. Once we're able to work with the plesha even more, we come to the point of transcending where we're actually recognizing that that energy which we've been experiencing as aggression has as its very essence the wisdom of mirror-like clarity. Now, this is not taking the label of mirror-like clarity and slapping it onto your anger and saying, oh, it's fine for me to do this because look how mirror-like clear I am. That's not what this is about. This is a really advanced practice. This is actually sitting in the midst of anger, for example, with it raging in that fire and being able to see right through it and experience the clarity of mirror-like wisdom. We can see glimmers of it now. When we're angry, how sharp is our mind? It's a distorted kind of sharpness. But even there, we can start to see a glimmer of mirror-like clarity. The practice of transcending is one where we can perceive that essence even as the anger starts to arise, in that perceiving, it dissolves, and we find ourselves in the midst of this mirror-like wisdom. That's one example using aggression. Similar examples apply to all of the categories of kleshas. The import of this maxim is to meet whatever Emotional upheaval is happening for us with any one of these practices. They're described as rigorous because it's much easier to just let ourselves go in the pride, the jealousy, the hatred, the attachment, desire, whatever it might be. Through healing, transforming, and transcending, we're able to bring our mind to a state of scintillating luminous clarity that is able to encounter anything with fresh, fearless wisdom and love. Wow. That was a tremendous description of what this healing, transforming, transcending experience is and and how these are distinct from each other, but related to each other and how they're useful. I mean, I, I have your ebook, Heal, Transform, Transcend, and I know that it's what we're doing with the Lojong practice. And here we are on day 44, and I'm finally like, 
oh, that's what we're doing. I mean, that's the potential that all of this has. I'm, I'm really just struck by it. And this is so exciting to see where the potentials lie and think about the different ways of using these different options, I guess. Uh, and I'm also curious about sort of, I feel like I have the clearest idea of how to do the healing, the the restraint or refraining, the the transforming feels to me also like it's it's something that's preventative. Like as I practice more generally, I don't experience as much of that energy coming up. The transcending, boy, I love your description of it. And I don't really have a sense of how to do that. So that's kind of where I am. And I, I don't really know what to ask about it, except just to reflect that that's what I'm hearing and experiencing as you talk about it. Yeah, I kind of buried the lead in plain sight. It's such an immense practice, as you say, that it's hard to describe. But I'd like to just go back to discussion we had just yesterday about holding this practice and the Buddhist teachings as a whole, as dear as our very life. The reason those two are critical is really evident in this maxim. This practice is a practice of healing, transforming, and transcending. It's been that since maxim number one. It is that all the way to maxim 59, if we meet it with that whole heart. How do we do this transcending? so subtle, so advanced, by holding the value of the Buddha's teachings as a whole, as dear as our life. Because these maxims alone are not going to teach us how to transcend in that way. They do lead us in that direction. But what, in my experience, happens is that as we heal, as you say, some of these energies don't even come up as often, which is in and of itself a transforming a change happening in our mind stream where those seeds, our habit of responding in those ways just don't ripen as often. What ends up happening in practice is that the more we heal, the more we transform, the more we seek out teachings that allow us to go deeper and broader. While these maxims do not expressly tell us how to do these things, they have like a little ticking time bomb <laughs> within them, which leads us to do everything that we individually need to encounter the teachings and practices that allow us to make the most of this life. How do I know that? Because it's exactly what happened to me. Well, that's some fantastic motivation for me. This has been Yeshe and Tanya on day 44 of Prajna Spark's special series, 59 Days of Healing. Tune in daily for more maxims from the Tibetan Lojong text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind. Check the episode notes for more resources. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Prajna Sparks and email us sparks at prajnafire.com with any questions. May all beings benefit.